Hey, what's up, pals? How you doing out there? If you're listening to me, it might not be on shortwave because in a couple weeks I won't be able to afford to do that. And I'm not going to suggest you donate money because what's the fucking point? Whatever scenario, whatever future is about to unfold in a big way, and yeah, 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 the collapse is kind of already happening, but I don't know how to say this. You ain't seen nothing yet. It's like people say, oh, it can't get any worse. You know who says it can't get any worse? One example of a person that would reject that theory of it can't get any worse would be anybody who's watched somebody they love die of stage four cancer. So when a motherfucker says to me, Dan, you know, it can't get any worse. Well, gee, hold my six pack of beer. You have no fucking clue how bad it can get, buddy. You really, really don't. People will tell you it can't get any worse, Dan. There's still food at the grocery store. There's still electricity in the light bulb. There's still a, yeah, internet where I can watch my bukkake. It can't get any worse. Are you kidding me? It can't get any worse, Dan. It's as bad as it's gonna get. It's as bad as it's gonna get, Dan. It can't get any worse, Dan. Seriously. It's as bad as it's gonna get. There's still grumbo cubes. The internet still has one domain left. It can't get any worse. It's as bad as it's gonna get. I do not yet hear the coyotes. I don't hear the coyotes, Dan. My neighborhood's nice. We have little restaurants we go to. There are a lot of stay positive. There are a lot of eat healthy. 
there are a lot of, you know, on the YouTube, get fit, get straight, get muscles. These freaks will be bawling. These freaks will be wailing. Their worlds are melting. They no longer tolerate the coyote meat, the GMO poison, the cancer corn, the Nally tamales with a shelf life of 7.5 trillion years. These superstars of the body, and you see their commercials on YouTube and TV, these experts in P90 and green vegetables and kombucha and sprachnik and making sure you're raising kale and shoving kale down your meat pipe, they'll be going crazy in a few months wondering why they wasted their fucking time, but the only people crying harder will be people who are mining crypto. And those of us who are already mutants, those of us who have been living in the poison sea, we reached ground state long ago. Welcome back, buddy. Those of us stuck in the lower tier, those of us scraping out a little beer, those of us eating the fungal swill and the grungus meat by the roadside. I'm so glad you're fit. Your body fat is so low. You're so much lean protein, Mr. Long Pig. Good job getting into good shape. Yeah, I'll take my extra 60 pounds, thank you very much. That and a few bottle of vitamins, and that buys me a few more weeks, maybe a few more months than most of you freaks. Vitamins, water, and the 60-pound spare tire that I am in no hurry of liquidating. And I'm fairly certain in the days to come, I won't look back and say, gee, I wish I would have dieted more. Gee, I wish I'd had a hard body. No. I will thank goodness as I do today that I had the common sense to take a break. I had the common sense 10 years ago recognize that retirement was bullshit. It was always bullshit. If they told you there was going to be a special time when you got older and all the stuff would be there for you, well, that was bullshit. I know it's bullshit you want to believe because it sounds nice. Well, Dan, you're saying I won't be hella skiing? Are you saying I won't be deep sea fishing? For what? The three or four fish left alive, buddy? 
Oh, Dan, you say I won't be living in some type of cabin someplace and making YouTube videos about pottery? No, old Grumpus. No, old Crone. No, Uncle Emmett. You will die. That's right, Uncle Emmett. You're gonna die. You have some channel showcasing your abs? Do you talk about power shakes and vitamin slurry? I hear your voice in the night many weeks from now. I am hungry. I am dying, but no one is there to hear you but those that are more hungry, and they look upon you not as a friend, not as a neighbor, not after the COVID nonsense, not after you wore the two or three masks, not after you screamed at people you said you loved about a lie. No, liars are about to be eaten. Others will be gnawing on the bones of your relatives, buddy. But you won't know. You won't know that your cousins who are following your fitness strategy, you won't know that your father who's working on his own delts and abs and, yeah, his thigh muscles, you won't know that your whole family had recently been eaten because the phones have been out for weeks, buddy. And you keep staring at your phone thinking you can play your ab workout video one more time. And you will stare at your phone until the scrombos come by your door. Why don't you have some stew? Why don't you have some fucking stew, buddy? I need to buy some more sewing needles for Halloween. I need to buy some of those, you know, fancy razor blades, the old-fashioned kind, the dangerous kind. I need to get some broken glass, some sand, some dirt. I need to spread the diesel fuel across the candy and then let the children smell their parents' failure. Have some stew. Have some stew. There are potatoes and onions and carrots in it. There's corn kernels and cashews and old squirrel brains. There's a dead rat and a dead fish and a pigeon you found. Maybe it's a pigeon. It's been dead a while. Have some stew. You can bring your bowl to the table and have as much as you want of that slurry very soon. The stew of pain is free for everybody. And you can stick your wooden spoon into that, that stew, but you'll call it stool. And you grab yourself some of that brown gravy. And you shove it down your gumptus pipe. You feel it deep inside, warming up your revenge engine.
so you can work down your list, pal. <laughs> yeah. Let the children smell their parents' failure. Have some stew. Have some stew. Chew up that stew, motherfucker, because that bowl of painful stew is going to be filled aplenty for the entire fucking planet. There will be spoons of pain, spoons of rage and hate. There'll be spoons of madness dripping from your neighbor's mouth. There'll be spoons of murder in the stew of pain. They say there's an energy crisis. They say there's an energy crisis. We're going to run out of oil. We're going to run out of natural gas. They say we'll run out of coal. We'll run out of those little dead monkeys they've been dredging from the bottom of the Pacific Ocean. We're going to run out of all the energy soon. That's what they say. But brothers and sisters, those of you who believe in liberty and look askance at both voters and government, those of us that understand reality and recognize the great dark force of ignorance that is about to fall around us, well, this is what we say, bro. Here's option A. There is not enough energy. We've reached peak oil. Hubbard's peak. Peak conventional, 1970. Peak unconventional, question mark. Because, hey, with unconventional oil, it's just a question of how fucking stupid you are. Right? How much stupid money do you want to throw after good money with unconventional oil? So, yeah. That, that really depends, doesn't it, brothers and sisters? So it could be peak oil. That's option A. Or what if we've sim simply reached something else, brothers and sisters? What if we've reached peak complexity, peak stupidity, peak government? What if this is peak government, peak state? You see, they want you to believe there ain't no fucking oil. But imagine some gumbo freak from the Department of Energy has some shitty pickup with an experimental engine in it. And before the engine was installed, that crappy government truck got, let's say, five miles. No, let's say it got 20 miles to the gallon. After installation of the incredibly advanced government-sponsored engine, it now gets, you know, half a mile to the gallon. Now, is it that you're running out of fuel and energy are you running out of oil and coal? Are you running out of uranium? Are you even running out of ideas? No, what you're running out of is the bullshit, the faith, the cargo cult. What you're running out of is the room for the complexity. Where you're at is peak stupid, peak government, peak voter. You're fucked. In fact, if you're a voter and you think voting still works, 
You are royally fucked and you don't even know it. You're probably functionally extinct. I mean, you're not dead yet, but your paradigm's going to fucking kill you. So have we reached peak oil? I don't know. But it does seem like we've reached peak government. It seems like that government, that 800-pound person that needs the easy scooter to go get their beer. a shitty pickup that goes through fuel because it has busted fuel lines, if you have a shitty pickup that has cylinders that are leaking compression, if you have a crappy pickup with a crappy powertrain, a crappy transmission, is it that you're running out of gasoline? Is that the reason why your truck ended up, you know, <laughs> ended up by the side of the road, you know, found on the road dead? Is the reason why your Ford pickup crapped out, conked out, is that because we've run out of oil, we've run out of gas, or maybe you just have a shitty pickup? You see, they want you to believe we've run out of resources. I think we've run out of the ability to simply waste resources for no good reason, a.k.a. government. But we haven't really run out of resources. That's my crazy theory. You can only have so much of this stupidity before it blows up in your face. But Dan, what if I vote Republican? If you vote Republican, assuming such things exist in the couple years coming up, I don't know what to tell you. At some point in the future, you're going to die because of the stupid things you believe. You'll be dead. If you think the next vote is how you're going to become a dignified human being again, you're already walking dead, buddy. There's no sadness. There's no tears. If I see you fall dead in the street, I more likely crack open a beer. You've given... I mean, you've been given all the time. You've been given all the time and all the resources to figure this shit out. And instead, you want to glom on to some convenient fucking theory that will help you believe that your 401k and your pension fund and all the other shit you think works and you want to work, you're going you're gonna to glom on to whatever crazy theory. You're dead. You are functionally dead. You're not dead yet, but you are walking towards a cliff. No, you're more like the buffalo. I love that analogy. It's why I keep using it. You're more like the buffalo. The thousands of buffalo that the Native Americans scared into a freaking ravine thousands of years ago. It was a wasteful practice, like a psyop often is. But if you hold on to your stupid ideas about voting your way to freedom, say hello to the bottom of the canyon, buddy. Have we reached peak oil? 
Or have we reached peak complexity? Or have we reached peak both? Everything, all the above. Who the frick knows, right? Why don't you have some fucking stew? They say Anthony Fauci. They say Anthony Fauci tortures puppies. And why the fuck are you shocked? Why are you shocked that Anthony would torture puppies? Why does that freak you out? They say that Anthony Fauci tortures puppies. I say that kind of crap's been going on for a long time, brothers and sisters. That's not news. That's not interesting and fascinating brand new information. These crooked, evil scumbags love torture. They build their lives around torture. They'll call it something else, but, you know, behind closed doors, it's torture. So am I surprised that he would do something like that? No. He's just a prick. And if you listen to that prick, like the other fellow who is functionally extinct, you too are heading towards the canyon, like a crazy buffalo, thinking you know what you're doing, looking at your pecs. Believe me, those buffalo were well marbled. Believe me, they were in really good frickin' shape. They had probably very low body fat. They probably had a really positive fucking attitude as they went over the cliff. crazy. That was crazy. That was crazy. Yeah, people like Anthony Fauci are crooked and evil. Eat your fucking stew. The people that operate this neo-Stalinist hellhole don't give a fuck about you or your kids Eat your fucking stew. The people that make sure the food shows up at the grocery store don't give a shit if there's poison in it. And I'll go a step further and really shock you. If you feed your pets corporate dog food, cat food at this point, I don't know what to tell you. You're probably poisoning them. I know I'm pretty certain the people that put those bags of food together don't give a fuck about your dog. Don't give a fuck about your cat. This is not free enterprise. This is not some type of, you know, liberty type situation. They will shove poison down your throat and put it in the four different boxes and say, look, buddy, you got a choice. It's not neo-Stalinism. You can have A, B, C, or D. And if you want to have, you know, E, you're going to have to get on the black market, baby.
They say food is expensive. And I don't know. I think we're using the word food loosely. They say the food you get at the store is expensive. But what does that really mean? Mr. and Mrs. Norman fucking Borlaug. They say the Green Revolution. It fed the world. It was a free lunch, right? But I kind of agree with Heinlein. There's no such thing. There ain't no such thing as a free lunch. You think food is expensive? How about turning the Gulf of Mexico into a giant fucking toilet bowl? You think food is expensive? How about all that shit going down the Mississippi and poisoning the sea? You think food is expensive? How about the fact that your kids are getting cancer and diabetes and you name it, and they'll give you other excuses and other reasons, but you know the food is expensive. It always has been, probably, since you were born, if you were born like me, because you were eating poison from the beginning. Here's Velveeta. Here's some Crombo. Hey, the astronauts went to the fucking moon and they drank Tang. They ate, they drank the tang. The food is expensive, but I wish people understood what that fucking meant. They don't really get it yet, they will soon. The same people who worry about magical debt don't know that there's an actual real kind of debt that will fucking kill you. And they actually print money to cover up that debt. That is the structural debt, the engineering debt, the debt of complexity, the debt of having government itself, the debt of having tire fires in St. Louis that creep their way to a nuclear dump, the debt of handing over toxic waste to our quote-unquote allies and saying, fuck you, the debt of polluting the oceans with, you know, massive amounts of radiological waste and whatnot. There, there's other kinds of debt, too. The depleted uranium spread all over the Middle East. The massive amounts of chemicals we dumped on Southeast Asia. You want to talk about how expensive the food is? Believe me. You don't know yet. But you will. They say food is expensive, but there's still something they call food. There's still grumble grease. Coyote madmen still hunt... They still hunt the hooker juice. And they make hay with alien, strange alien visitors. But maybe you should have some more fucking stew and shut the fuck up. That's right, shut the fuck up. Coyote madmen still hunt the hooker juice and they make hay with strange alien visitors.
but maybe we should just drink the stew. Make your way, make your way as an adventurer. Make your way to the ancient well. There's an ancient well in Vernal, Utah. It was dug into the ground near where they killed all those old people. Make your way to the ancient well in Vernal, Utah. Make your way to that ancient well and drink from it the golden juice. For decades, harlots and hookers, missionaries and old Indian shaman. For decades, the priests from the east, the north, the west, and the south, and that other angle they won't tell you about, they keep it a secret. The priests have been coming, they've been visiting, and they've been visiting, and they've been coming to that ancient well. It's over 3,000 feet deep. Sometimes the crazy people throw in a dead cat. They travel there to hunt the bear, to suckle upon pig, to fuel their rig, to find their hooker wife and their hooker paradise. Once you drink from the well, you must seek out the waters of Dornick. Yes, you drink heartily from the well, you will go on adventure to the rivers of Dornick and seek out their brown waters. You will get a vial, you'll fill it with those dark waters, You'll bring it back home to the people you fear. You'll go to the well. You will go to the well, my brother. You will go to Dornick, my sister. You will gather up brown water into a glass vial. Yes, as you journey, 
you will exclaim to the winos that you have all the rain swords. You will rest and recuperate near the Olga pond, the pond of busty procession, the pond of oily massage, the pond of mud wrestling. There the young maidens, all above the age of 18, all quite single, between 18 and 45, no, yeah, whatever, between 18 and whatever, rubbing those oils and greases, those muds, those patties, those pace. You will rest and recuperate with those wenches. They will feed you gumpus milk. They will bring forth the coyote mother. They will suckle upon you as you suckle upon them. <laughs> but brothers and sisters, you don't ever want to overstay your presence. You don't want to overstay your presence, baby. When the crow comes, brother, when the raven whispers your name, sister, shake off the high tide of Olga Pond and wander on further. A dragon named Sid will lead you to Mount Shox. There, find Master Satoshi. Punch him in the face. Rub his nose in human shit. Assuming it's a real person, right? Yes, Satoshi, Master Satoshi could be real, but is more likely a psyop composite, a propaganda thing, a structure of mystery, a CIA phantasm, a Langley ghost, a deep state banker make-believe bullshit. So you guys would waste time precious time when you could have been doing things like learning to farm like learning to purify water an old dragon named Sid leads you to Mount Shocks there you find Master Satoshi and there you shall slit his throat and move on A grinkle beast will arise from the butt crack of Satoshi. Scrumbo freaks will chase you and your girlfriend down that dark alley to where the harlot gangs ravage the lost. 
Save your meat patties. Save your meat patties and have some stew. It's on me. Save your grease patties. Save your splinktis. Grab your wooden spoon and get yourself some of the stew of paint. While it's still hot. While it's still hot, baby. Yes, grab your wooden spoon. Grab your crusty old wooden spoon, your psyche, your mind. Wrap yourself around the idea that the universe doesn't owe you one fucking thing. That nature is not linear. That nature doesn't give a fuck about you. And when the tidal wave comes, you can scream as hard as you want to, but you won't, yeah. You won't hold back the water. And the wave won't give a fuck. So have some stew. Have some stew, brothers and sisters. It's sitting on the fire. You got time to wait, baby. You got time to to pace it out. This is a time of preparation. This is a time for finding the dried turds on the side of the toilet bowl that you can grab onto during the great flush. You need to do a recon, find a nice dried turd that you can hold on to and survive the flush. The rumble, the distance, the the noise in the distance, there's a rumble. There's a vibration. If you can tell, you can feel it. You can touch it. There are dimmer lights at night, dimmer minds, dimmer souls. The hate right now is the only thing people are getting good at. The cops are raping young hookers in the back seats of their cruiser. The mayor of Seattle is running pedos and kids out of the mayor's office because it's trendy, because it's globalist, because there is nothing there but a dead corpse that doesn't know it's dead yet. But Seattle, I knew you were dying when I checked the bus sign in 2017. And it gave me an inaccurate schedule for three months earlier. I knew you were dying when I checked the same schedule in 2019 and it gave me numbers for 2018 and those numbers would have only been right in 2017. I stopped fearing the reaper, so to speak. I don't mean the reaper. I don't fear him either, but everyone's going to die. No, I stopped fearing the government when I realized that we have reached the point in Soviet history where people lose faith rapidly, where you understand, you must understand that the Soviet government of the United States is really just a bunch of parasites. And parasites are evil, scummy, shitty things, maybe, but they gotta eat. And some of them will simply die, but many simply need to eat. 
And so at this point, when you look at the government, what you're seeing is a homunculus, a giant scrumbo freak, a Hieronymus Bosch sack, meat sack, filled with nothing but parasites, and it's the parasites that give it locomotion. But they're going to leave because, how can I put this, they're cowards. They're going to leave because, how can I put this, they never had faith to begin with. The true believers, the ones who maybe keep the lights on, they'll protect their family. They'll protect their kids. Statistically speaking, most of the fuckers will run and hide in a hole someplace, but they sure as fuck won't have the energy to knock on your door and take you away. So what the fuck are you afraid of? The cops are busy raping people, and the mayor is busy, you know, having parties with pedophiles. So what the fuck are you afraid of? You dark, diseased souls of Seattle. (laughs) You dark, diseased souls of Seattle. You go ahead and pass out from your IPA. You're being chased by history. You are the food revenge. Have some stew. Have some stew, Seattle. Very soon, the stew of pain will be ready. They put it in the microwave. It's especially vegan, we think. I mean, you have to identify what's in it to know what's in it, right? But the stew of pain, Seattle, filled with pomposity, filled with house flipping, filled with the meat from homeless people because, hey, there's no reason your garage isn't a bungalow worth a million bucks with a cracked foundation, baby. I almost bought a hooker condo in Seattle back in 2013. A person I knew showed it to me. It was a long, you know, Lake City Way. It had a little deck, a little concrete cubby deck next to Lake City Way. Where the hookers, the streakers, the freakers, the tweakers would toss their cigarettes in there like it was a giant ashtray. I almost bought an ashtray condo in Seattle. Ask me if I'm sad about choosing not to. Probably not. Now, I know people, but Dan, you could have made a lot of, yeah, I could have made a lot of crooked money flipping homes the last 20 years, but something told me it was wrong. And a lot of people are about to learn (laughs) because they'll end up homeless for different reasons. They're about to understand why it was wrong. If we had spent several decades creating a Fanny and Freddy for food, if we had treated food, which is one of the three things you need, food, water, shelter, they're kind of things you fucking need. If we had treated food the way we treated housing, we would have warehouses full of food and people starving in the streets. So tell me again about your house flipping strategy. 
And then ask yourself, do you think there's a consequence waiting for you? Because I can tell you there is, whether there's a God or not. There's a punch in the face. There's a nasty turd. Somebody put a booger on your stew, on your stew spoon. There's a consequence. It's waiting for you. Right around the corner, next to the 7-Eleven, where those dogs got eaten last week. Coming soon to a neighborhood near you. So have some stew, Seattle. Guns. I am so fucking sick of the gun topic. And and for lots of interesting reasons. One, I'm over buying guns, quote unquote, legally fuck you. I will turn whatever I have to into a crombo weapon. I'll make cannon. I'll make gunpowder. I'll make machine guns. And then I'll say, fuck you. You go buy your gun at Cabela's and pay way too fucking much. Fuck you. The only thing worse than the gun control freaks are the motherfuckers who spend too much time trying to convince you that you're never trained enough. You're never ready enough. The real experts, the gaslighters. They'll show you an AR-15. They'll fire 5,000 rounds through it. And then suddenly it malfunctions. And they think they showed you something fucking shocking. Study the history of warfare, motherfucker. Ask yourself how many rounds on average... Get sent downrange to the enemy, you stupid YouTube motherfucker Rambo poser cartoon soldier. You're a you're fear-mongering gun ownership. Oh, you gotta shoot every single week. If you don't shoot, you know what, motherfuckers, listen up. In the history of warfare, there was no more democratizing event than the invention of gunpowder as it's used in a firearm. Even though the first guns were kind of, well, shitty as fuck, they weren't even flintlock, they used a fucking burning punk to light off, you had to, you had to put them on a bipod or a, a, single, a single kind of calm or something, you couldn't really hold them, they were too heavy. But the fact is, ordinary, everyday people could learn to use them. And since the, you know... 15th century, guns have become more advanced and easier to use. Does this mean I think any old freak should run in the street waving their gun about? Hey there, mister, I'm a member of the NRA. I voted for bombing the fuck out of people, motherfucker. You know what? Grab your cock, grab your fucking cruise missile, and then give me a fucking speech when you clean up the depleted uranium in the Gulf. Shut the fuck up. Most people are not Rambo. Most people are not Rambo. Most people are not um, capable of killing. That's a good thing, really. Most people have to be driven to great desperation. And if you face the desperate masses, how can I put this? 
I don't give a fuck how many rounds you fire to your fucking gun. I think there's a better chance you're going to end up dead. And if your general theory is you have a fucking gun locker full of guns, I, I got you on that. Hold my six-pack again. I got millions of hungry people who will go right to the bottom of the level. And the ones that survive that maelstrom will be the meanest, nastiest, shittiest, and probably well-armed motherfuckers you ever fucking met. And if you're not willing to pull the trigger, you're dead. A lot of people claim they're fucking Rambo on YouTube. Look at my shot group. And then they'll fearmonger you about training. Because, oh, the government. Listen, I worked for the government. I was in the fucking army. Ask me how much fucking proper training people did with weapons when I was in. I think maybe it improved a little after 9-11, but I seriously doubt it. I think you had the same shitty bullshit. It explains the mass shooting at Fort Hood, dumbass. The fact is, if you're worried about cops and the social justice warriors now in the Marine Corps and the Army, like I said, you're fucking worried about nothing. And if you're fear-mongering that bullshit, you're a dumbass. And you're probably just a troll dick piece of shit. So go get some fucking stew, Mr. Cartoon Soldier. Go grab your, your, your stew spoon, your wooden spoon, and have as much of the stew of pain as you can shove into your wretched fucking body, Mr. and Mrs. Cartoon Soldier. And if you're somebody who's worried about buying a gun, first thing, don't buy it from a gun store. Don't register it. Do private sale. Do black market. Don't leave any residue of anything connected to you to that purchase, period. If, if you're going to Cabela's and doing it the right way, according to Mr. and Mrs. YouTube Warrior, who will fire 5,000 rounds like a fucking idiot out of a carbine without actually understanding the post-World War II military studies dumbass, if you're one of those motherfuckers, fine. But what I'm telling you is, if you're serious about protecting yourself, don't buy your gun at Cabela's. Don't buy your gun at Walmart. Buy it from the black market. Buy it from a friend. Second piece of advice, train as much as you can afford. But the fact is, for a lot of us, the best training we can afford is a BB gun. I can't afford to run rounds through a rifle. I can't. Maybe there are lots of people out there who have tons of money and tons of rounds. I can't. But, it, but I could probably afford a BB gun. In fact, one of my next purchases will probably be a decent air rifle for shooting varmints, for shooting squirrels. It'll serve two purposes. It'll allow me to train with a firearm of sorts and allow me to hunt for small animals when it comes to that as long as they exist though because for those of you who look around nature and say look at all these deer look at all these squirrel I promise you after the first 90 days of the famine you won't see so many squirrels you won't see so many deer it'll be hard to find something to hunt and kill in your moments of fear You can tell me all the fucking stories you want to about how you walk around your fucking property and there's all this fucking game that you can hunt if you got game. 
But in a few months after the famine hits here, it's already hit other places, but you know, most of the dumbasses out there believe the news. So when the famine hits here in a few months, um, you'll find that the deer and, and, you know, the squirrels and the wild game and the fish will disappear rapidly. It depends upon where you live. Here, where I'm at in, in rural Utah, it seems like we have more food than people. And if you're lucky enough to live someplace where you think you have more food than people, God bless. But the people of the cities, where 80% of all Americans live, yeah, the douchebags will die. The house flippers will be murdered and raped. And the people that walk out of the cities one or two years, maybe six months after the famine starts, those gangs, those trogan armies, those frumbly freaks covered in tires and pain, the motherfuckers that make it to your small town and rural what the fuck, it's not going to be people with smiles on their fucking faces. So if you got more food than people right now, right now that's great. Sometime in the year 2023, it might suck, or sooner. Yes, indeed, there's plenty of stew for everybody, if you want some stew. A lot of people are probably about to die. But it's not from the COVID. It's from their own ignorance. It's from their own misplaced obsessions. And I would love to say that I am so sad about it, but I'm over that. You all have choices. We all have choices. We all die. Read the book of Ecclesiastes if you don't fucking understand it. Read the whole fucking book. Everybody dies. Everybody. There is nothing about this fallen world that lasts. So if you're holding on to something thinking it's supposed to last and you call yourself a Christian, you've already made a big fucking mistake. All of this melts away. Your love of God or God's love of you can last. Your soul can last. But that car you just bought, even the family you just started, the husband you just married, all of these things end. All of these things go away. There's never been a guarantee of food. If somebody told you you're guaranteed food by reality, simply put, they lied to you. You were never guaranteed food. You were never guaranteed shelter. You were never guaranteed water. But what you could do, what was a choice, is you could think rationally about all of the above. That was a fucking choice. You were never guaranteed a barrel of oil, but you could have approached it from a rational perspective. You were never guaranteed a happy life, but you could have chosen to reject the voting and the statism. You could have done that. We could have all done that. But we participated on the Death Star. And now there are people who are hoping and praying that there's an exit. And the best I can, you know, propose is find a dried turd on the side of the toilet bowl. 
something you can hold on to. That's the best advice I can give you at this point, Scrumbo Freak. I don't know what else to tell you about the stew, really. Eat the stew. The stew of the earth. Consume the ground fuel. Open a portal to the chud ladies. They're waiting for your tube juice. Have some stew. Have a gallon. Bury it in the ground. Let it ferment. Let it soak up the pain of the world. There's always time for more stew. Yep, that's the general perspective, I think, at this point. We're waiting or not waiting. And you can keep on voting if it makes you feel better, and you can keep mining your Bitcoin and, t and flipping your fucking homes. I don't give a fuck. But just don't fucking complain, all right? Take the fucking consequences. I've had 10 years of fucking consequences for my beliefs. Welcome to the party, motherfucker. That's my fucking advice. If you want to go around telling people, oh shit, um, shit, I didn't know, that makes you the asshole at this point. You should have known. So fuck you. Go grab a spoon. Get yourself some fucking stew. Okay? Go get yourself that stew of the earth. Go get yourself the oil breezes. Go find your way home, alrighty boy. Because we all know the way home is filled with corpses. <laughs>